This is riveting. Find more at riveting.fm. Hey, I'm Morgan, and I'm a publicist. I'm Linda, and I'm a writer and editor. This is... Drink! Drink! Drunk! A grammar show! With a drinking... Drinking. Problem! Sidecar. That's cute. It's a drinking pun. Oh. Today, we're talking semicolons, dog names, lay versus lie. Maybe something else, depending on how much time we have. Can we do it? Spoiler, we don't know. Yes, we can. <laughs> Depends how many tangents we have. Mm, we love the tangents. Tangents. Made me think of Tan Mom. Remember her? Yes. Oh, my God, my idol. <laughs> <laughs> Remember she made a music video? No. She was like, I'm the tan mom. Oh, that's sexy. There's tangent number one. (laughs) Tan mom number one. What? Oh my God. Well, I just told you I'm going to try out that new spray tan place soon. God, can't come fast enough. Please report back. I'm so pale right now. On a level of one to tan mom. (laughs) How it works. So right. anyway, getting right into the nitte gritte. I was sent this article by loyal listener Susan. Thanks, Susan. It's my mom. Oh, <laughs> Sue is what I'm used to hearing about your mom. I was trying to. How many episodes in a row do you think we talk about your mom? <laughs> Literally every single one. Because <laughs> she's always sending us things to talk about. <laughs> she gives a lot of feedback. Uh. I saw my dad recently and he drove out to visit and it's a long drive and he s- listened I, to this podcast I think the whole time. Aww. Was it his first time? No, no. It just was a back, you know, behind, on, behind yeah. on a few episodes. Um, It was really funny. I was like, God, you must probably really be sick of you. Like by the time he got here, he was probably like, please, no more. Also like judging your choices. Like what did I do? What did I do in parenting? Right. To get this. Yeah. Crazy fucking lady on a microphone. I think he's a good dad. No, he was very supportive. He said he liked it. Aw. Uh, anyway, so Sue sent me an article from Slate by Ben Blatt. Ben Blatt. B-L-A-T-T Blatt. Um... That's what I imagine if you had to do the sound of someone's throw pitting the ground. Yeah. <laughs> he I wrote. That, I know what that sounds like. <laughs> he wrote, do semicolons make you pretentious? And the yes. answer is. <laughs> yes. Done. Next topic. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Blat. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you know that the first time I ever thought. Oh, God, Anthony really loves me, is when I threw up all <laughs> over his bedroom. Like, I, I didn't know it was coming. I was an adult, like, right? We didn't meet in college or anything. Like, I was a full-blown adult when this happened. And he was out of his bedroom. He was, like, down in his living room or something. And I threw up, and I was like, oh, shit. And then, like, I ran to the bathroom to, like, finish, basically. And... When I came out, like I was getting so sick and this is probably at a point in my life where I hadn't thrown up in like years, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, I don't know, I had a bad night. 
Sure. Came back into his bedroom and the throw up was gone. And like <gasps> in my drunken state, I was like, that's it. And like, you know, I have this weird thing that sometimes I think if you just leave things alone, they take care of themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and that was one of those that I was like, oh my God, like it just disappeared. disappeared. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. And then he came back in with like a bucket or something. <laughs> and I was like, what are you doing with that? Like, still, I'm tricking him. Yeah. And he was like, I just cleaned up all your throw up. <laughs> I was like, how did you know? And he was like, I was downstairs and heard, like, basically on the ground. I was like, oh, oh God. this is the guy for me. He's a good dude. Oh, wow. You know what guy secret huh? is that kind of stuff is so easy to do with a big impact compared to mm. remembering. Actually, like, loving Like, remembering someone. things and caring and... <laughs> Like the stuff you're supposed to do, like clean up some puke oh or some shit that may come out of your loved one's body. <laughs> <laughs> That's like kind of gross, but like, you know what? Big points for not that, not that big of a deal. I'm divorcing Anthony tomorrow. Good idea. Okay. I don't. Sorry, Tone. <laughs> I don't know if I would clean up your puke or poop. I think it's different. Different scales. Different. Yeah. It's different. Also, it was drunken, so it's like mostly beer anyway. It doesn't make it like it's not a big deal. All right. Well, <laughs> I was just trying to. It's still nasty. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry. What were we talking about? Throw up? Uh, yeah. We're talking about how you're super pretentious because you use semicolons and yeah. barf everywhere. Somehow that's related. Okay. All right. Ben Blatt. He used our fave Google Ngram viewer. Mm. And he did some scientific Fancy. research. On how the semicolon has been used throughout history and what he ended up doing to break this down kind of most easily was he did a graph, which is cool, and you can see it on Slate.com, and he did two different samples, and the first was Pulitzer Prize winners Mm -hmm. between 1980 and 2016, so kind of like whatever, the last 30 years, 35 years. And then he did Publishers Weekly's best-selling novels. So it was like the more heady stuff versus the more popular stuff. Mm -hmm. And you can just look for a semicolon? Yeah, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Okay, so tell tell me what happened. The samples are small. There's some repeat authors. Obviously, people win more than one Pulitzer, have more than one bestseller. Um, But the results are clear. Pulitzer Prize winning books use a median of 129 semicolons per per 100,000 words, while best-selling novels use a median of 86 semicolons. Oh, my God. Per 100,000 words. It's a 50% difference, says Blatt. And it's probably not surprising, but it makes sense. The most accessible writers often do not use many semicolons. If you're writing with simple sentence structure... You don't need them. I appreciate that. I think it's hard to use semicolons. People don't necessarily know how to use them. And so you would rather just yeah, start yeah. a new sentence or whatever. It's definitely... I appreciate um, a well-used semicolon. It definitely changes over time. Um, it's The semicolon use has dropped by about 70% from 1800 to 2000. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so it was... More common in ye olden days, and people who are was there a spike? Do you know? Mm, it doesn't look like there was a spike, or at least or just uh, gradual drop. Yeah, um, 
people who are considered to be more literary, aka pretentious, <laughs> would, nerds, uh, have high semicolon uses. Salman Rushdie, John Updike, Donna Tart all use over three hundred semicolons per one hundred thousand words, which is like Ugh. at the top of the top of the top. And people with kind of mass market readership, like E.L. James from Fifty Shades of Grey and James Patterson, use under 75 semicolons per 100 words. No wonder I never finished Goldfinch. <laughs> too many semicolons. Too many semicolons. Also too long. Uh, I did finish it and I liked it, but it I was know. a chore, man. I I liked it while I was reading it, but I just couldn't. Like, mm. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was how big it was. I well, you hate birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's all about birds. Right. If you guys didn't read it, it's about one bird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A golden bird. And you told through that bird's perspective. Yeah, and he only speaks. It's, it's one long sentence split up with semicolons. <laughs> it's about 700 pages. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, that was like the largest book. <sighs> it's also like one of those books, do you ever read one of those books where you're like, I genuinely like this book, but every time I read it, I fall asleep. Mm. That was that book for me. I don't know what it was. I fell yeah. asleep. I don't know if it was like the time period of my life or whatever, but I fell asleep every time I started reading. I was I would get so mad at myself because I wanted to read it. Mm. But I was just like, you know what? I should have read that one on tape or listened to that one on tape or whatever. Birds, man. I still have my bookmark in it so that when I go back to it, I mean, you can't start. You'll never. You won't remember <sighs> anything. No, but I'm like 150 pages in. Like, am I really gonna restart Linda, that? That's like a tenth of the way. I know. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Problem with semicolons. You basically read, read the prelude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jesus. I sort of remember parts of it. Ditto. Here are New York City's most basic dog names. Basic as in bad. Basic as in, this is funny because I got this article from Newsweek. And bless their hearts, they say, um, <clears throat> sorry, this adorable video of a dog who adopted tiger cubs keeps popping up, but it's really That's so cute. harsh in my scroll. They say, they define basic for their readers, <laughs> for the uninitiated. Basic effectively means common or unoriginal, or as Urban Dictionary defines it, obscenely obvious behavior. So these are just the top. Names for pups. Just in New York. Mm-hmm. Can I guess one? Please. It's male and female, so there's 20 total. Are they like, okay, I only have one question before I start. Okay. Are they just like dog names or are they like kind of New York specific? Maybe like only New Yorkers would do this. No, they're just the most popular. Oh, all right. I was going to do New York specific, I guess. Um, like Bronx. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a Bronx. Or like Warhol. <laughs> um, how about this fluffy one? Is that a cat name or a dog name? I, I, I don't think that's anybody's name. It's not on the list. Nah, yeah. Fluffy is a normal name. Spot. No. Um, like again, you're you're living. It's not the 1950s. This is the name seems normal. 
No. Okay. Jax. Uh, no. Jack. Jack. Number okay. eight. All right. And Max. Number one. All right. Put them to put those two together. And you get Jax. Jax. Max is the most popular boy dog name. Most popular girl dog name. Bella. Wait, I have one. Ruby. No. God damn it. But number two, I, even though this is nothing like it, I think it's in the same vein. Lola. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Same. I win. <laughs> <laughs> number three, Lucy. Four, Daisy. Five, Coco. Oh, six, Daisy. Yes. Princess. My grandma had a dog named Daisy. Uh, seven, Luna. Eight, Chloe. Nine, Molly. Ten, Sophie. Did you say Lily in there? Luna. Oh. Um, oddly enough, I'm pretty sure that Sophie and Lucy are on the most, and Bella on the most popular human names. How do you feel about like human names for pets? I love them. I think we've talked about this before. I know. I think it's weird that you love them. I love them so much. And the weirder, the better. You know, I had a cat named Frank. <laughs> Which like wasn't even weird enough for me. I, me and my friend used to try to like compete, like who could come up with the funniest dog name. She had a dog named Snowball, but whenever she would get her hair cut, she would get like a real sassy attitude. She had a little white snowball, fluffy thing. And so when she had her sassy haircut, we would call her Janet. Oh my God. (laughs) She was like such a Janet. She would like, like your mom's like secretary was like, she's busy right now. Like, yeah, I was just saying about Janet Jackson. It was just her birthday. Oh, oh, perfect. So, and that would like crack us up. So we would try to think of what were the funniest human names for animals. Um, I think Christina's really funny. Yeah. Well, that's like a weird pet name. Yeah. To be like at the dog park and be like, Christina. <laughs> and people are like looking around for like little kids. Yeah. And you're like, Christina, get off her. Like, what? That is funny. You're right. I feel like we've had this probably this exact conversation on this podcast before. (laughs) People who are like loyal listeners are being like, why? They love that story. Christina (laughs) is great. Tell like tweet me a better one because it's my favorite thing. That is funny. That's funny because you're like messing with it. But I think sometimes I don't like it if it's like Max. Right. Because number one male dog name in New York City. That makes me... I don't know. I just don't like it. It's just. I think that was the name. Either pick something because you're trying to be funny, or pick right. a dog name. You know, <laughs> pick a dog name. Pick a dog name. I think Max might have been the name of the dog in Secret Life of Pets. Um, yeah, I agree with you. But I, I just like. I feel like calling your dog like Rupert is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> the boys' names are Max, Charlie, Rocky, Buddy, Lucky, Teddy, Toby, Jack, Milo, Oliver. So it's a good mix of human and dog, I think. Uh, these are not, they are New York specific, but they also appear on the American Kennel Club's talk, top dog name list of 2016, in most, or including Charlie, Buddy, Lola, and Lucy, and Max and Bella were, again, the most popular name for their respective sexes above all. Buddy is funny. It's like, Why? Why is anyone doing that? Because he's your buddy. I, yeah. Man's best friend. Yeah. So basic. I guess that's the point. So basic. I mean, these are basic people. <laughs> so it says, if you're reading this list and thought, oh, hey, that's my dog's name, then I agree to inform you that your dog's name is basic. And by extension, you probably are as well. 
Aw. That's okay. Yeah. It's okay, guys. My old roommates from years and years and years ago, her Yorkie's name was Toby. Mm. Well, number seven. I hated that dog. Um, if, you're, if your name... <laughs> you hated Toby? Mm-hmm. It sounds hateable. I can't imagine loving a Toby. I don't love small dogs, number yeah. one. I mean... Super small. I don't love super small dogs. Okay. That are like made. It's like people get them because they think they're always going to look like puppies or something. No. Puppies are cute because they're getting bigger. Yeah. And they have their features are just formed. Yeah. Funny. Yeah. Yeah, They look disformed. (laughs) That's exactly. Adorably. So. Yeah. No, I don't love small dogs. And that's just a personal thing. Whatever. I know a lot of people love small dogs. But um, so this was a teacup Yorkie. So take a Yorkie and like yeah, yeah, yeah. cut it in half. And yeah. that's what this was. They're yippers. Oh, my God. Yeah. And Toby. Didn't love the name. I don't know why that matters. But also he peed Did she inside. meet him after Toby Maguire? I don't think so. Oh, my so. God. I remember this roommate. I that know. dog that peed everywhere. Because she said that he didn't know how to be trained. And I'm like, yeah. no, you don't know how to train him. Oh, my God. I remember that. And I would get so mad. And I even, like, trained him to go outside. When I was around, he went outside. And when she was around, he didn't. That just proves yeah. he was smart enough to know yeah. what he could get away with, Toby, basically. Toby wasn't stupid. He just sucked. Yeah. God. All right. Well, if your na- dog's name is basic, don't worry. Because next time you can try harder. Mm-hmm. I I gift you Christina and Rupert. I think they're great <laughs> jumping off points. Also, I think it would be super funny to call your next dog basic. Oh my God. That would be funny. Mm-hmm. So you're welcome, guys. Or Mariah. <gasps> Rock and Row. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to get two dogs just so I can name them Rock and Row. Yeah. And then Dem Puppies. Dem Puppies. <laughs> Hashtag Dem Puppies. Alrighty. So it's time for our fave listener question. What's that from? What am I doing? Um, that sounds like a... You're doing like Daily Double. Yeah. <laughs> Something. I don't know. Drunk talk. No whammy. Uh, Anna emailed us. Hi, Anna. At, uh, drunkwordnerds at gmail.com. Send us your questions. And if they're if you're cool like Anna, we'll answer them. And if we know them. Yep. Anna said, what is the appropriate way to use lie instead of lay? Daily at work, I say, lie on the table here. Every time I say it, it feels wrong, but I just don't know for sure if it is. Please help, Anna. This is literally all the information she gives. Why are you telling people to lie on a table? Anna. (laughs) We need more information. Like, not from a grammatical standpoint, but we just need to know. We can answer your question without it, but... It's not as satisfying. (laughs) You can't just email somebody and say, every day at work I say, lie on the table here. Yeah. That's it. What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you a masseuse? Are you a gynecologist? Also, if you're a masseuse, hook us up. up. If you're a gynecologist, hook us up. Just kidding. I love mine. Um, <laughs> we go to the same one. God, we can't do anything separate. It's <laughs> uh, getting weird. Um, so whatever weird shit Anna does, not judging, I don't care what you do. It's just like you can't just tell people that every day at work all you do is say lie on the table. 
Are you a butcher? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe she does autopsies, but they're not dead yet. Ooh. So she's a murderer. <laughs> 911, I have a murderer. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> if we see past the fact that we have no idea what she's Anna possibly does. killing animals or humans. <laughs> We will call the authorities immediately, but... God, Morgan. Sorry. Um, all right. Lie, lay, I just have to say. Good rhyme. Thank you. Um, who cares, first of all? And also, mm-hmm. it is my Everest, and that's why I say who cares. Because people who care about, like, grammar and stuff, they only care about the things that they know about... <laughs> And otherwise, they're like, oh, no one cares about that. <laughs> and I say, no one cares about Lila because I can barely keep it straight. I basically can. I know the basics. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is too hard. And it is it's, awful. And it's way too hard to explain right now on a podcast if you can't see the words. Yeah. And in which order and in which tense are being chart. used. You need to... Yeah. If for everybody listening, it's it's not helpful. But so we I'm gonna, can tell Anna. I am going to just talk about Anna's specific request. Okay. Every day she has to say blank on this table. <laughs> now that sounds even weirder. <laughs> Damn it, Anna. <laughs> Do you need help? <laughs> um so I'm just going to talk about that specific instance. Okay. The correct word is mm. lie. L-I-E. Oh. So she was right. Lie on the table. Okay. If you're, if you're going to go say, I'm going to go lie down. Right. Lie on the table. If you're talking about a person actually like. Getting horizontal. Getting horizontal. <laughs> there might be a lot of words for that. But Ooh. lie is the one that means like, I'm going to go take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> or get on this table for Anna. Or, yeah, whatever she's doing to you. Lie down. So your instincts were right, Anna. Don't yeah, feel so wrong. it's lie. And if you are going to put something down, mm-hmm. um, if you, Anna, were going to tell someone, lay that body on the table. Oh, okay. <laughs> not their own body, but someone something else's. that they're carrying. Yeah, or their cat, Rupert. Or their cat, Rupert. Yeah. You would say, lay it here. Okay. Um, so the only trick I can tell you, and this I've read on multiple blogs and whatever, for live or slay in that one instance is that Eric Clapton mm. is an idiot. <gasps> Just kidding. Eric Clapton is a god and I don't want to talk about it. But whoa, Eric Clapton said, lay down Sally and he should have said, lie down Sally if he was telling her to lie down but what if someone else was holding Sally oh my god well now the tip is gone for everyone sorry I mean you just taught me something and I'm using what I've learned but that would be lies that would be lay Sally down oh damn it if it's you're right it should be lie down Sally lie down comma Sally yeah so if you're telling someone to lie down their person it's Mm -hmm. lie so Eric Clapton is wrong it's lie that's all I'm going to say about it because it's terrible, terrible, confusing rule, and I'll never know it. Really. Anna, if you need help, send us another email. You can send it in code. <laughs> Just write 
Lie down, Sally, and we'll know. So something happened. Sean is a great animal name. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Go ahead. Say what you're going to say. I don't think Sean is a good animal name. I'll say that. Rupert is so much better. It's just, you're right. It's not good. Spicer is better. Spicer would be. Wow. Like if it didn't have the connotation. It would give me anxiety Like at if this you point. just made it up, say that person never existed, that would be a fucking good makeup name. What if your dog's name right now, who was like 10 years old, was Donald? You know how many dogs are named Isis. No. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why you say that as a fact. Oh, because I, I know that. Because I know too. Because Isis... Okay. Um, She's like a Greek goddess or something. I, I, I mean, I have no uh, idea, but it's it's something that's not, you know, not the terrorism organization, and it sucks for people who name their dogs that. And kids. There's kids named Isis. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right, Donald. Donald. Um, okay, so something happened sort of recently, though by the time this comes out. Old news. Old news. It is even right now, but that's it's okay. already pretty old. But it's, it has a grammar lesson. It has a grammar lesson. So um, something happened at the White House. Um, Press Secretary Sean Spicer uh, strategically used bushes to dodge reporters um, at the White House, and um, I'm, you know, Grammar Girl did a post on this, and so he may be fired uh, by the time this comes out. That's all right. Whatever. Maybe have Sean you will ever, be impeached. Who knows? In memoriam. Have we'll you say. ever hid in bushes? Or have you ever fell in bushes? Or have you ever bleh in bushes? All of the above. <laughs> hid you in bushes, not necessarily, but like peed in bushes? Yes. Oh my gosh. My sister told me a story once when she was drunk and she fell in a bush. And it was really funny because she couldn't get out. Because you like fall yeah, backwards and you then fall like, by, right, right, right. you're stuck up in the air. <laughs> I've fallen into bushes too. <laughs> have you ever done that? I mean, have you done all three? No. Um, I don't, I mean, probably. I just don't know it. Ask my friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Linda, did you ever see Morgan fall in a bush? <laughs> you probably pushed me in. Probably. Uh, there aren't many bushes in where we walk. Mm, nope. Um... Okay, so the, the thing that happened was um, basically Sean Spicer was around the bushes, I'll say. Okay. And near. The media reported, the left wing liberal media, mm, fake news scoundrels. reported, reported, Washington Post said, um, that he spent several minutes hidden in the bushes. <laughs> but because the White House basically called the Washington Post and was like, you can't say it that way. You have Still to say funny. it is. You have to say among the bushes. He was among the bushes with his staff. So they changed that preposition in their story. Mm-hmm. And like the funny thing is, is that like, uh, so they changed it. Yeah. But that counts as a correction. <laughs> so this the people picked up on. I remember the first time I saw the correction being picked up was by people magazine of all places oh really yeah so then the washington post like social this isn't in grammar girl she didn't get as uh into it as as i am but uh 
So the Washington Post, like social media director, basically, I guess, or manager or whatever, um, posted like a very serious sounding like um, our mm-hmm. our article about, um, you know, our earlier article today has been um, corrected uh, to indicate that Sean Spicer was not in the bushes, but among the bushes. And like, it was just really funny because it's like, are you kidding me? Yes. You know, I mean, it was just like, it was, I loved that tweet so much because um, it was probably such a headache for the newsroom, but it was such a gem yes. for the social media person. And they person. were like reveling in it, yeah. Yeah. So are you gonna, are, is there a difference? Is that what you're gonna tell us? Yeah, so there um, is one right, one wrong is what Grammar Girl says. And um, Did Spicy send this to you? They just say that in the bushes is much more common because why would you ever say you're among bushes? Among just kind of... Like George and Laura. Who's George and Laura? Bush. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That's what I say when I'm in Texas and I'm at the ranch and you text me and you're like, can you come over? I'm like, I can't. I'm among bushes. Yes. When you're surrounded by the Bush family, you would say you're (laughs) among bushes, I guess. Um... So it, it, she uses the engram, which is funny, to show oh, that, that among funny. butch among bushes, hid among bushes is practically non-existent because you don't hide <laughs> among bushes. Yes. You sort of hide in them. And was there a complaint that he wasn't hiding? He just happened to be? I assume. Okay. But this isn't really kind of what we get into. No, but it's okay. I don't know if they say hid, honestly. Yeah, I should, the connotation is if you're in a bush, you're hiding. But if you're among a bush, it just is like the bush happened well, to he, be Yeah, there. so he was saying, like, I was meeting with my staff among the bushes. Okay. So it's kind of like, then you imagine that he is surrounded by bushes. Yes. Like <laughs> plants with his staff and not like, well, she says uh, in the article, down. like, you imagine you're in dirt if you're in the bushes, yeah. you know? And he was like, I wasn't hiding in the bushes or whatever. Um, so, yeah, in just like, it, it says that you are, yeah, in the dirt. You're you're yeah. in the bushes. You're you're there. You're Like you fell down drunk in a bush. But if you're among bushes, I mean, it just doesn't make any it sense. It means that you tripped drunk. Yeah, there's no like grammar rule here. It's just kind of like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, so it's sort of like a lot of people said, be careful what you wish for, you know? So obviously they tweeted out that kind of funny thing about in versus among. But it's just like, because that got so much attention, that article then got so much more attention than it would have if they had just left it alone and let it be that he was hiding in the bushes. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, so he was like huddled among the bushes instead of hid hid in the bushes or something. I don't know exactly what it was, but who cares? Hopefully he's fired by now. Is George or Laura a good dog name? No. Okay. Jeb is a great dog name. Yeah. Will you come greet us? I will buy you some Adidas. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. 
Um, we would appreciate it if you name your pets Linda and Morgan. <laughs> if you do, send some kind of photographic proof, and I'll send you a T-shirt for a dog. <laughs> oh wow! Brian's probably like, please don't say that you'll do that. Oh, he gave a thumbs up. He gave a thumbs up. He All likes right. it. Uh, um, I will okay. send you a smiley face emoji. Ooh, it's exciting. And if you want to buy a human t-shirt, shop.drunkwordnerds.com. And if you want to send us your questions, find us on social. We're at drunkwordnerds, drunkwordnerds at gmail.com. Adios. Amigos. Amigo is a good dog name. Y'all really throw me for a loop. This has been a riveting production.